0: Welcome to another episode of the Elevated Barber's Podcast. My name is Bradford Kelly. I am the owner of Another Level of Barbering and the proud co-host of the one, the only Elevated Barber's Podcast. And I'm here with my friend,
1: my, I don't know what else to call you. You just keep it <laughs> in the friend. I'm here with... This is Delmore, aka the Prince, owner of Royal X Grooming and the co-host of the one and only Elevated Barber's Podcast. Let's start the show. Oh!
0: All right, man. So today we are going to have a very good episode for you today. Uh I'm looking forward to this one because this is going to help us close out the year. I mean, we only have a few more weeks in 2023. And season two, we have brought you all a lot of big time guests. But a lot of what the big time guests have done this year has been successful and have achieved things in this year that they were trying to do. And we got a few more weeks left um but how do you plan for 2024 and so that's what we're going to talk about today is some of the things that we've been able to achieve that we're happy that we were able to do and then also some of the things that we feel um is good for barbers just to think about um we've been in the industry now for i mean my god you're a granddad in this (laughs) regard (laughs) Delmar, you're a granddaddy in the barber game, <laughs> um, but we've been in this industry for a while, and we kind of know how to, you know, like prepare ourselves for the next year. And sometimes it's mental, sometimes it's it's actually physically having to do certain things. But you know, the new year is a fresh start for a lot of people, Delmar. So what do you think about 2024 and just like the mental preparation that we can have as barber and beauty professionals? Let's let's kick it off with what you think about the mental side.
1: I feel like every time you go into a new year, I know for me, I've always set goals for that year, um, especially when it comes to um, income and how much I want to make. Mm-hmm. And I strive to hit that goal Every year um, You know I think it's good For people to Keep track of The amount of money That they make Year to year yeah. So that they can know You know Exactly where they at um, And then you can average it, average it out Over the years And see You know If you plateau what, what can you do To maybe change that So that you can Keep elevating Or you know Is this it Do you want to Do something else Or you want to Move into a Different direction um, But I'm I'm always Setting goals man Like I know This coming year I want to add on To my clientele And and I also have a number in my mind That I want to hit mm-hmm. When it comes to uh, income yeah. I'm close. I'm close to hitting it this year I don't know if I'm going to hit it I might be a tad bit off Yeah uh, Every year I get closer and closer to it Since I've been in the industry But if I don't hit it this year It's all right. I'll be a little bit disappointed But that just means I gotta go harder Next year to try to hit that goal What about you?
0: No, I agree man, Um, I think that Going into the new year You always are thinking about How can you do better, right? How can you level up? How can you uh, grow? How can you mature? How can you exceed what you've done this year? And so for me it's the same Um, One of the things that I'm looking forward to in 2024 is the launch of my program, the Level Up Barber program. I mean, the Level Up program for barber and beauty professionals. Wait,
1: pause. We're not about to just skip over there like it's just something casual. (laughs) Like kudos to you. I know how long you. you've been working on this project, man. So to see that you uh finally about to get it off the ground, that's that's very special.
0: Yeah, I'm uh I'm very very excited about that. I'm still doing uh some last minute touches so that it can be everything that a barber or beauty professional would need. Uh, but it's it's something that I'm, I've, am i like you said, I've been working on for a couple years now. Um, it's not something like I just thought about this one day. It was just like, you know what? I want to teach somebody something. Right. Um, it's been, it's been a while. It's been in the making for some time. And for those that take advantage of it, I do think that it's going to be a huge benefit, um, especially people like yourself, where you're trying to get to certain goals. You're trying to hit certain marks when it comes to income, you're trying to grow uh, all of that stuff. It takes a, it takes a, it takes a, a little bit for you to be able to do it you don't just do it by happenstance Mm -hmm. and so me being able to launch this program and assist a lot of barbers that are trying to grow like they're hungry they're still trying to grow especially if they're busy um, I just remember being in that, cen- that scenario. I'm still in that scenario where I'm still trying to grow. And so I'm always trying to level up. So that's what, you know, I'm excited about for 2024. And one thing that I would encourage all barbers to think about when it comes to going into a new year, uh, I think one of the biggest things that you can do is to. Pay attention to your frustrations that you currently have. Mm. Um, really, really, really look at what what makes you frustrated about this industry. Look at what makes you frustrated about your day to day operations. Look at what makes you frustrated about your client interactions. Look at what makes you frustrated about Uh, how much money you're making, like what makes you frustrated about it? What are you trying to do? Um, Because when you can start to identify your frustrations and really hone in on them, then that's when that's the foundation for you being able to change. So uh, that's one thing that I would say for Um, for the barber and the beauty professionals is don't just go into the new year blindly accepting the things that you don't like about what's going on in the industry actually take the time at the end of this year to hone in on the stuff that makes you frustrated, write it down, you know, put it, put it, put it somewhere um, so that you can see it. And then once you start to see it, you can start to, um, take action so that you can actually achieve more or do different so that you don't be, you don't stay in that frustrated Mark. What do you think
1: about that D? No, I think that's key, man. Cause um, you know, we do the same thing every day It's repetition. We cut hair. So it's easy to get kind of stuck in a rut and Mm -hmm. then, you know, get frustrated. You feel like you're not growing or um, you know, clients move, clients pass away and that's just a reality of life like things happen so um, I think it's always good to no matter how established you are you know you you coming into the industry brand new always set goals like it, it don't matter whether you Two months into this, or if you 20 years into it, like continue to set goals. Yeah. I you know for me, um, eventually I want to find a way to make passive income. You know, I've been talking about that for the last year or so. Um, and I tried my hand at different things, but you know, I, I want to find something that's gonna help me make passive income. Yeah. Um, cause that's that's key in this industry. Um, as most of you know, we get paid per service. You know, we yeah. don't get paid hourly, we don't have PTO vacation time and all that 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 comes with the regular job. So we either have to save for that or have something in place to where you're making passive income.
0: Yeah. I think what you're saying is so Pivotal, because if a person doesn't realize that this, that's what I've been preaching for a a minute (laughs) is uh, we have to make some passive income. It's not it's not even optional anymore. In my opinion, Um, we've seen the effect of not having passive income once the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. Um, You see the effect of not having passive income when you want to go on vacation. You see the impact of not having passive income when you get sick and you can't work. Like you see the impact of not having passive income, but we kind of uh, um, fallen into a false sense of security with the fact that we can go and make the money quick because mm-hmm. we're used to it. You know, it's like, man, I just work a couple extra days, work a couple extra hours or whatever, and you'll, you know, you'll make the money and all of that stuff is 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 true um but it's very limited you right. know if your money is going to be tied to your time and to your energy then your your the amount that you can make is always going to be limited so we have to get out of that mindset of thinking that we're going to work our way into wealth we're not going to work our way into wealth you're not going to just fade your way into freedom you really have to learn how to create passive income uh, one way or the other. And that's one of the biggest things that I t- got a revelation of, um, you know, in this industry, because I was the hard worker. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I was doing. And I think the biggest thing that shook me when when the pandemic hit was how fast my savings went away. You know, like I was I was in in my mind, I was loaded. <laughs> like I mm-hmm. was just like, I'm good. You know, and I didn't I've never seen money leave that fast when I didn't have nothing coming in, you know, for a month, two months, three months, four months. And it's like, oh, like if I if I didn't have no passive income at that time, I would have been devastated, like completely devastated. But I had a little bit. But that made that made me understand the importance of growing my passive income and really thinking about financial freedom and not thinking about or not staying stuck to the chair for the way that I'm gonna make my money. Now, I'm a person, um, I'm not sure about you, D. But me, I don't really want to get away from the chair. Like I like what I do. I really love talking to people. I love connecting with clients. I love building relationships. I love it. Um the biggest thing that I I don't like is the obligation to the chair. Mm-hmm. I don't like having to be behind the chair every every day, every week, you know what I'm saying? Back and back and back and you there's no way for me to get away from it because if I leave the chair, then my life is gone. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think that's a huge, huge point that you're bringing up about um, passive income because it's necessary for us in this industry. And I think that's something that all barber, all beauty professionals should focus on trying to do something in 2024 where you can make passive income Um, and passive income. Well, let me ask you this, Danmar, before I just keep rambling, because I could go on and on. Um, How would you describe
1: passive income? Money that you can that correct me if I'm wrong <laughs> money that you can make without having to put in a lot of time
0: Yes so it depends because Some stuff is passive from an investment standpoint where, Mm -hmm. you know, you put in some money into a stock or whatever, and it'll give you dividends or you'll be able to accrue um, income on that. Right. So that's not any work, really. That's just you putting your money in. Um, another thing is uh, building something or creating something that allows you to make money. It's a product of some sort, right? Some sort of product, which is why we feel like passive income comes in a form of re- retail. We'll sell our shampoos. We'll sell some do rags. <laughs> we'll sell some combs, <laughs> some brushes, um, different things of that nature. We'll sell some shampoos, some hair gels, all kind of stuff that we will sell, um, and we feel like it's passive income, but it's a different. It is. It is. But it's a um, it's not a very scalable uh, source of passive income. If you don't have a lot of money already, right. you know, uh, and you know that from experience uh, coming up with your own products and doing de- this, those different things when you don't have. People helping you to produce you don't have people Helping you distribute um, If you don't have like the right type Of packaging all kind of stuff um, And then you got to invest in the inventory Behind it to even be Able to go and ship then you got to pay the Shipping costs. It's, it's it's a lot Of work yeah and you you Could you talk about it man you talk about You could talk about that um, Because that's but that's in the perception Of you know the way that We see making passive income sometimes Is oh I'm gonna need to create a product well delmar you explained to the people um what you kind of got out of creating your own products um how well did you do and also what made you um pull out
1: so during the pandemic um i've all i've always tried to create a hustle to where i don't i can make passive income like we're talking about mm-hmm. so i started with the clothing brand first that was cool but um now with clothing you have to spend a lot of upfront money and then you have to keep inventory stock and then hope to sell all the inventory to make your money back and some yeah and then um i went away from the clothing because I, it just wasn't profitable to me um and then i got into hair care products started making them from scratch at home and then uh, this was during the pandemic. And then once we started working in the shop again, you know, I had orders coming through, but I couldn't keep up with the orders because I had to put in man hours to make the products. And I'm also at work eight to 10 hours a day. Yeah. So it's like trying to find the time to do this on my off day. Now my off day turns into another work day. And then uh, I was able to get connected with a big company in California. They started mass producing my products, Um, really just slapping my legs on their products mm-hmm. and that was cool I was making money from it but it was <clears throat> it wasn't enough to sustain me over a long period of time <clears throat> excuse me so you know i was doing that for maybe about six seven months and then i just kind of got away from it. i didn't have the drive to continue to do it because you know that's you're not going to get rich off of selling products and then i mean you can get rich off of selling products but yeah. you know i have to keep all this inventory in my house i have to pay for shipping labels um and then sometimes you take a loss when you ship products and then get damaged uh, in the process of shipping. It's just, it's a lot. So I just got tired of dealing with it. And I just shut the whole operation down.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's a challenge, man. When, when you have to create your form of passive income, but the definition of passive income literally is that you are not having to work for the income after you've put in a certain amount of work. So um, a lot of people do this when it comes to like real estate. They look at real estate as a form of passive income. If I can get me a property where somebody is paying me rent and paying once I'm paying, once they're paying rent, it's covering the mortgage. And now that the now that the mortgage is covered, whatever profit that I'm able to make, that's passive income. I don't have to work for it. I already did the work to it, whatever. Um, and then you have other things where it comes to like starting a business, right? You can start a business that can create passive income like Delmar was talking about. Like some people do retail of products and different things of that nature, but there's other things that you can start um, that are online solutions where you don't have to physically labor as much um, in that at the front of it. You, digital you do a products. Lot of work. Yeah, you do a lot of work at the front, create you a digital product, and then you could just let that live online and people can purchase whenever they purchase and you'd be making money in your sleep. So there's different ways um, to create passive income. And a lot of it is another good one is a Affiliate programs. Affiliate programs are very, very big right now, and a lot of them you don't even have to pay nothing to get them involved. Um, you could go to like BestBuy.com. You can go to Amazon Associates. You can go to a little, a few, like a lot of different places that you probably go and you shop at. You can go on there, scroll to the bottom, look for an affiliate program or affiliate something, and then um, like just sign up. And then, as you're selling those products, whatever, you'll get a commission for that. Um, you could do that a lot. Like a lot of people that you see that's promoting. Uh, your favorite clippers. They also give you a little code that says, Hey, if you want to get 20% off or 10% off, put in my code. Hmm. Well, they are an affiliate of the product that they're pushing so that when you use their code, they get a cut of the pro of the purchase that you, uh, that they made that you made. So that's affiliate marketing. And uh, there's a lot of different options out there like that. So those are all different, like little tips for passive income in 2024. Go after it some kind of way.
1: Yeah. And I think that's where the frustration comes in it, too, because of um, having to be tied to the chair, not having anything extra coming yeah. in from somewhere else. It's, you can love what you do until it becomes a job. You know, and yeah. it becomes a job when you're stuck behind the chair, um, having to cut or braid or whatever it is that you do in this industry and then when you want to take days off well you know if i take x amount of days off then i'm potentially losing x amount of dollars or if i get sick and i'm out for x amount of days then i don't have nothing coming in i'm constantly losing money because i still got bills coming in i still have overhead so that's where the frustration comes in for a lot of um, beauty and barber professionals is because um we haven't found a way to make that passive income but like you said there are other things that we could do such as um affiliate marketing and creating a digital product to make that passive income.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's um that's a big thing man is you you like passive income for us, I always talk about this in different ways. Passive income is our PTO. Mm-hmm. It's going to be our paid time off. Passive income is going to be your retirement. That'll be your retirement and it also be your um your benefits when you have uh when you have pa- passive income. And uh, I like to also say this about uh, financial freedom because financial freedom sounds so far-fetched, man. It sounds like in in the stratosphere somewhere like <laughs> what is fat well, what is the financial freedom or you feel like you have to make like a lot of money for you to be financially free and that's just inaccurate like that's not really real um financial freedom is literally your ability to pay your mandatory bills with passive income like that's not that if you if your bills ain't one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month <laughs> then you know you don't need a whole bunch of money like right. how much are your bills you know count your bills up And if you can count your bills up and your bills are what, $5,000, $10,000 a month, be like okay well how can I make ten thousand dollars a month passively because that is going to be your financial freedom where you're not obligated to the chair where you could take a week off if necessary if you wanted to and all your bills is covered you ain't got a trip that's that's financial freedom because now you can make um you can choose what you want to do when you want to do it with no consequences of money however if your if your financial freedom uh buffer is low <laughs> You you you, you want to make sure that you increase your passive income, you know, so that way, as you work and you still have your active income or your earned income, then it can always be supported or um, your earned income can just be extra on top mm-hmm. of the passive. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the goal. I think that a lot of us should strive for is really, really trying to get to. Uh, financial freedom but don't let financial freedom be this thing that's so far away from you it can be just literally as close as your mandatory bills you know wow. however much as your mandatory bills is that's as close as your financial freedom and you you already get to a monthly point of financial freedom like every month you get there be, if you're paying your bills now if you're not paying your bills then you're struggling and you're drowning I get it I get it but <laughs> still try and get some passive income because it'll help you to float uh, but yeah like i always pay attention to that i look at my bills every month And I'm saying, okay, my monthly point of freedom is going to be around this date because I know how much my bills are and then I know how much I'm making per day. And so I can count out the days and say, okay, by day 19 of working this month, I'm good. Or by day 15 of working this month, I'm good. Everything else is cake. You know, the goal is like by 10, (laughs) by day 10, (laughs) I'm good. You know, so. Uh, Yeah, just just once you start to put your uh, like you talked about earlier, D, you talked about tracking your numbers, kind of knowing the numbers that you need to know so that you can really plan. That's key. That's big, man.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've always been a a numbers guy. Like when I first came in um, now, most of these apps, they send you your numbers, whether it's per day, per week, per month, per year. Mm -hmm. But I always had like a notebook and I just wrote down every person how much every person gave me and i totaled it up how much my booth rent was so i knew how much was coming out so i always check my numbers that way yeah um and then like i said earlier like i always set goals like okay i made this much this month let's see if i can make more this money i made this much this year let's see if we can top that
0: now this is a question for you um how do you try to ensure that you can beat last month's goals? Like, how do you ensure it's going to happen?
1: Uh, I just make sure. Well, for me, making sure my books are um, like I stay booked. So it may be me making sure um, I, if I get somebody that come in and I know they struggle with booking or I know how far out my books go. And be like, hey, I know you come in two weeks. Do you want me to check and see what I have in two weeks? you know, just make sure that they come back in, just making sure that I'm booking in myself and, uh, I'm my guaranteeing myself money for two weeks out or three weeks out. Um, and then, Sometimes I might have somebody come in. I got extra time. I don't have anybody after them. And I might do an extra service on the house just so they know what this extra service does to their haircut. Yeah. And then they might start booking that service because, oh, I didn't know that this could do that or this could make me look or feel like this. Let me start booking that. So that guarantees me, you know, more money, too. So just, you know, little tips and tricks. Sometimes you just got to experiment, see what works for you and see what doesn't work. I've always been one to just, you know, um, try things. And if it don't work, then hey, look, I'm not doing it no more. Or I just try a different approach. <laughs> but I've I've yeah. never been afraid to try things. You you never know what can happen if you don't put yourself out there.
0: Yeah, you cannot let fear dictate the way that you uh, run your business. Like yeah, you, we don't operate in fear. We can't, man. If you operate in fear, you're gonna stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. You're gonna stay stagnant, man. Um, I like that, bro. I like that. Those those were some good gems for y'all. Hopefully y'all listening and we're going to take some some at least mental notes at least some mm-hmm. mental notes. Um, another thing that I would say for 2024, um, along with uh, we talked about identifying some frustration, we talked about really trying to you know pay attention to creating passive income is uh delmar mentioned it he talked about setting goals you know setting goals and really making sure that as a professional that you are not just existing in this industry don't just exist don't just go to work with no measuring stick of how you can be better do better make more um, be more personable Uh, Build better relationships, uh, increase your skills like there should be some form of a goal that you have, because when you have a goal, it literally propels you forward. It gives Mm -hmm. you purpose. It gives you a reason to do what you're doing. And that's one of the biggest ways that you can fight burnout is having a purpose. A lot of times people get burnt out because they're doing the same things, but they also don't see results from it. They don't feel rewarded from it. They don't feel like it's worth anything anymore. They're not happy doing it. All of this kind of stuff, it, it, it can cause you to get burnt out um but if you have a goal you can literally press through and give a lot more of yourself uh when it comes to being uh, a, a high achiever you can give a lot more of yourself if you have a goal if you don't have a goal and you're just kind of doing stuff it's going to get repetitive it's going to become mundane you're going to start to get irritated with the fact that you're not making as much as you want to make um and you're not you know you're not it's not fun for you no more so
1: the i clients would Clients feel that too You said what? Oh yeah. Clients feel that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I would definitely say that, man. Um, make sure that you do set some type of goals. I say, um, set some spiritual goals in your life. Set some uh, health goals in your life. Set some financial goals in your life. And set some uh, fun goals too. You know, you gotta have fun in life, man. Don't just be sitting here all working, no play makes Jack a dull boy. So you have <laughs> to really, you know, get some get some fun in your life. Get some time to. Spend been with other people that you really enjoy uh you know what do you think about that
1: d nah i, I think that's good what you're saying like it's um you can't be all working no play so you gotta feel okay knowing that it's okay to take breaks every once in a while take a day off take a weekend off take a couple of days off go take a trip go do something you know because um you can't get burned out just living a repetitive life wake up go to work cut seven to 12 heads. get off, go home. Like you have to find ways to not burn out <clears throat> in, um, especially if you want to have longevity, like plan on being behind the chair, you know a little bit longer i don't i don't want to have to depend on it though like me and brad talking about like we we love cutting hair don't get it wrong but we don't want to have to be restricted to this is the only way that i can make money yeah and um you know i want to be able to take those days off and 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 be able to spend more time with my family i do things that i love and it's it's okay to do that you don't have to be tied down to cutting and don't let your clients make you feel bad about that either like taking the day off. And guess what? They take days off. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they came and got cut by you on their day off. Yeah, on their <laughs> day off. Uh, they, they came and got cut by you and they going on vacation, you know so you know it's it's important that we do that too and I, I think sometimes man people feel that barbers and beauty professionals are robots like we don't have a life outside of the chair outside of the shop outside of the suite uh you off what you mean you off you yeah. supposed to be at the shop cutting hair like no man we we got a life too we regular people we yeah. just you know we service providers but that doesn't mean that we can't you know have fun we can't take days off um enjoy ourselves cause you gotta take care of you at the end of the day um yeah you don't, don't take, take care, care of you. you
0: you can't take care of them
1: nah i mean you have mental fatigue you have physical fatigue uh your health is starting to decline i talked a little bit about that on the last episode but mm-hmm. um most importantly you got to make sure that you take care of you and and keep this thing fun oh, yeah. keep this thing fun man once you lose the fun out of this you're not gonna wanna cut anymore
0: yeah you know you're gonna you're gonna hate every day that you come to work yeah. gonna, and it's gonna like you said it's gonna impact the way that you deal with your clients you gonna be answering them short like, hey man, sh- shut up today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, shut up today, bro. Today, today, just, just chill out, man. Yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah
1: this ain't the
0: Start flashing on people, man. They be like, man, what's wrong with you today, man? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you tripping. Yeah. So, um, I think that's good, man. I think that's good. Another thing that I would say for barber and beauty professionals to to do, um. Is when you set goals, try to predict the obstacles that are going to come up.
1: Mm, That's a good one.
0: Anytime, anytime you set a goal, there's always going to be opposition and it's going to some, most of the time come from your mind. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Most of the time it's going to come from your mind on why you can't do something. Uh, why you're not good enough or whatever. It's going to be something that sh- that's, there's going to be some type of obstacle that's going to come up and you have to plan against those obstacles. But you have to take the time to think it through, though. You know what I mean? Think about, OK, I want to make passive income. It's just like, well, what's the biggest obstacle that's going to stand in your way? Oh, uh finding something like, <laughs> you know, like. You got to plan it though, you know, like, cause once you start to think it through and you see the obstacles, you'll really see a lot of obstacles are overcomable, no. you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, that the mind is. It's, man, it's something else. <laughs> I couldn't even find the words. It's, it's something else, man. Yeah, it is. Like, you be to try to set goals, and then your mind to be like, well, what about this? What about that? Yeah. <clears throat> that's when you just got to be like, what about this? What about that? Yeah. And you know, this ain't too big for me to overcome.
0: Yeah. And you got to, you have to have, um... You gotta have some oomph about you in this industry, man. You can't, you can't let yourself punk yourself. You gotta be able to stand up to yourself sometimes. Say um, it like, with your chest. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to do this this <laughs> yeah. year or this month. Um, sometimes we set goals that are so grand that we can't see how to get to them and therefore we'll, you know, we fade off. But you shouldn't have some small goals that you can accomplish within, you know, four hours or something like that. You do need to set a goal that is some significance. Like you will be proud of yourself if you achieve it. You should yeah, challenge yourself. Go. Yeah. You know, challenge yourself so that you can get out of your comfort zone. You talk about that a lot, D, um, just about getting out of your comfort zone so that you can grow. You can't grow in your comfort zone, right? At
1: mm-hmm. yeah. all. You'd be stuck. You're too comfortable. Yeah. You stay inside those four walls of comfort. You'll never grow. And it's good to put yourself around people who are um, either like minded or they're in a position or they're at stage in their life to where you want to be. Um, I, I know I did that. <clears throat> I kind of started getting stuck during the pandemic, and then I think me and you kind of reconnected. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, you you was helping me come to a higher level. Yeah, that's that's one thing I love about you, man. Like we're like minded, but you have a gift with how you pull things out of people. I don't think you realize it, but you're really good at doing that. Mm-hmm. Like you could talk to people, and um, you can help pull the greatness out of them. I don't know how to how how any other way to describe it, but that's just something that you've always been good at. So you you started motivating me to do stuff in the pandemic. You said I motivated you, but. Yeah. motivated me, man. I guess we motivated each other.
0: Yeah, man. I think we all have different strengths. You know, mm-hmm. we all have different strengths. And what you said is, I'm I'm actually honored that you would even uh, say that. Uh, one of the things is one reason why is because it actually is something that I care about doing um, is trying to get the best out of other people for themselves. You know, um, I think I've always been that kind of person where I always am rooting for people. You know, whatever goals that you have in your life, whatever you're trying to achieve, I'm always going to be your biggest fan. You know, I'm always going to be somebody that's going to push you and I'll give you challenges to where it causes you to stay stay active in your own goal. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you questions. I'll I'll present information to you. I'll give you things to consider. Um, I'll ask. Uh, I'll try to be a benefit like you may have questions and I'll I'll give you answers that are. Um, from my experiences and different things also that you can get to where you trying to go. Um, so I really appreciate you seeing that because it is in my it's in my like fabric um, to do that. One thing that I used to tell my my wife. Is that I can't encourage you To do something you don't want to do Mm -hmm. It's just that's not in me like I'm not I'm not the person that's going to try to Convince you to do something that You don't want to do but If there's something that you want to do And you really want to achieve it then I will push you like I will Help you I will do everything In my power to allow you to be successful And it's because I Want you to succeed like I really want you to Get to another level like I'm trying to help You level up so that's what my mission is that's what my uh, that's why I'm happy about what I'm doing in in 2024 is it's going to be a way for people to do what we're talking about start to create passive income really change their businesses understand how to do it in a way that creates financial freedom Mm. and if if that's something I can help one, two, 10, 15 barbers. It don't matter how small the amount. If I can help some barbers to get the foundation and get the framework for that process to happen and then help them to achieve it over the course, over the course of time, bro, like I'm going to feel so good. I'm going to feel so happy helping other people do it. So I'm glad that you even able to see the passion behind that in me.
1: Yeah. And I want to help you push that program too, man. Um, just because I know how great and how passionate of a teacher you are and that you you do care to see others succeed. I, and I had to be honest, this is a true moment right here. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'd be like, man, Brad making me think. Sometimes, I, I could be mentally lazy sometimes. I know that <laughs> that's, that's one of my flaws. I could be mentally lazy because I'm such a simplistic person, not in terms of being a simple person, but some things are just straightforward to me. Yeah. But you have a way of making me think and challenging my mind. <clears throat> and I just be like... I don't feel like thinking right now, Brad. But <laughs> I, I, I got to think. I got to think because of how you presented the question, or how, how you presented something to me. Is like, man, I'm forced to think now. Like, man, Brad, I ain't want to do this today. But I appreciate that about you, though, because it does help me to get out of my comfort zone.
0: Yeah, that's—I mean, we all need that. I—I I get the same, you know. I—I I take business classes. I still am. I'm still taking courses. I'm still in, in mentorship programs. You know, like I still do all of this stuff because I'm trying to grow too. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the moment you stop becoming a student is the worst place you could be. Yeah, you have to stay trying to grow, trying to learn, trying to adapt. Um, because growth is life. Like that is that's what. <laughs> if you're not growing, you're dying. Literally, that's like legitimate yeah. life. We so, should
1: always be growing.
0: Gotta be. And so, um, yeah, that's why it it's a it's a passion of mine right now to try and help people, man, help people as much as I can. You know, every there's so many different resources that people can have. Um, for them to be able to grow and develop in this industry, whether they barber or beauty professionals, I'll be one outlet um, uh, that, you know, people will be able to use if they're trying to grow and, and go th- go the direction I'm trying to go.
1: Right. Man, um, that brings me to something. So I sent you something on uh on Instagram earlier, man. Uh, it was something that was sent to me by one of our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy he did thirty haircuts. Uh, I want to say it was like a nine or ten hour day, and he took a one hour lunch break. Okay, it's, it was pretty fascinating because he did all of these cuts in like the shortest time I seen was ten minutes. The longest time I seen was twenty five minutes, mm-hmm. but they were all quality cuts. And um, I'm, I'm going to have our editor edit this video in there Because I want I want the people on YouTube to see yeah. what I'm talking about So we're going to play this clip
2: Yo, man, y'all check out my 30 cut day 8.50, I'm preparing, you know, getting mentally right Here's my first one of the day, man, 9 to 9.10 Nice little burst phase Second one coming in, little clip over comb action Third one of the day, man, simple Third work, from on top Fourth one, you know what it is, low fade Check this one out, look at his head, bro 10 minutes, man. Come on, 10 minutes. You can't beat that. Number six right here. I'm coming in strong. Number seven. I love these cuts, man. Two. And the trim on top. I'll take that all day. Number eight. Ball fade. Number nine. A little half on the side with an edge up taper. Easy money. Razor work. Still getting it in. Number 12. Still getting it in. Number 13. Smooth. Number 14, man. Low, low taper. Check this one out, man. Number 15. Oh, yeah, number 17, man. We're getting them ready for braids. A little edge-up beard work or mustache trim. Number 18 from 3 to 3.20. I did take lunch from 2 to 3 p.m. That's why I didn't show any times on me cutting. Number 20, smooth. 4.20, look. Beard work, edge-up. I do beards too, man. It's not just haircut. Number 23 coming in. Number 24, 10-minute Number 25, yeah. Looking really nice. They didn't want to show their face that much, so I kind of blocked them out. I'm a 28 coming strong, 29. big work, edge up, easy money, man. I was like, dang. I thought I didn't hit 30 for today, but I ended up hitting 30. Here's my last one.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Like I was when I seen it, I was like, man, there's no way. Like every single cut, yeah, was like detailed. I'm like, man, how is he doing this in? 10 20 minutes yeah and it didn't look like 10 20 minutes of work it looked like he really took his time and you know went through all of his steps but i guess when you have a routine like that and you you have a system in place and you know exactly what you're doing you can push out quality in that amount of time i know for me personally i can't do it my my brain don't don't uh, process my steps that quickly but um do you think that's something that is sustainable for somebody to do 20 to 30 haircuts a day for like a five day work week without being burnt out? <clears throat> I
0: think it's up to that individual man um, I think it's up to that individual because some people literally move fast like they they their body moves fast yeah. you know just how some people talk fast it's just like man slow down bro like I can't right. hear you Right, but right. they can't help it that's how they move Um, and I think barbers that can do that or even uh beauty stylists um i know some stylists man that they would knock people out like their cuts like done in 15 minutes easy like that's easy um there's this one guy i forgot his name but he has a whole technique i know diego the barber he is someone that has taken this guy's class and now he also teaches this this um technique but he's like known for like five minute haircuts like like styles bro styles like not just cutting hair like styles so he doing a cut and style in five minutes five minutes bro 10 minutes like he's he's killing i mean it's long hair man like pixie some stuff like all kind of stuff he's he's i forgot the name of that guy kind of clip is
1: he cutting with nah he's sheer work oh it's all sheer work it's sheer work whoa
0: sheer work bro but my point is is if you are a speed demon as a barber I would say don't try and slow down you know mm-hmm. I, like you going yeah. you're going to make more active money if you if you can move faster that's just natural even if you um like you know like it's it talks about like a goal of 30 minutes for a head or something like that mm-hmm. that's a good goal you know yeah. what i mean that's a that that's you get two heads in and an hour that's a such, such a that's still pretty moment. quick that's very quick like that's good that's good so trying to get to the 10 minute mark or now there's always ways to push yourself. There's always ways to push yourself in this industry. And I think those are good things. Um I, but this is my only caution with that is, as you get better and as you get faster with your cutting skills and your techniques and your uh, your completion times, don't lock in on that as if that's the only way that you can make money or get locked into that as in this is the primary way that you're going to be able to make your money. You mm-hmm. still want to be able to get you some passive income at the end of the day, even if you're making a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars a day behind the chair, keep that up, but yeah, get insane. you some passive income, get you some passive income. It's, I don't think it's insane. Like it, it sounds insane, but it don't, not to me. Like I see that, I can see it. So it's, it's, um, I just say, get you some passive income as well, because just as fast as you can make that money is just as fast as you can lose you it. Can lose it. You know what I'm saying? If you're making, think about it, you're making $5,000 a week, $7,000 a week. Eight thousand dollars a week, and then you want to take a week vacation. You think you're just gonna comfortably be like, "Oh, I don't want eight thousand dollars this week." No, so you're still <laughs> gonna be stuck behind the chair. Yeah. At the end of the day, and nine times out of ten, if you're making that much money, you feel that that money's gonna keep coming. So therefore, you're gonna extend your bills higher. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So your desires are gonna grow because you're making more money, and you can fulfill more desires. And so as your desires grow, your bills grow, and then your obligation to the chair stays the same. You you gonna have to stay stuck behind the chair so that you can make the money for you so that you can live the life that you want. Yeah. So it no don't matter that's how so much, true
1: at the be behind the chair get you some passive income so that you can supersede your bills. Yeah, that's so true. That's that's a deception. I know I've fallen into that um, a few times. Making more money and then you start creating more bills. But the real goal should be to make more money and to keep your bills or expenses as low as you can yeah. so that you can keep the, the most of your money. And then yeah. also while having passive income, that's how you build wealth.
0: Yep. But I would say this, man, like look at the life that you want, mm-hmm. right? Don't, cause some people say, oh, you try and lower your bills and you like, I mean, we could go as broke as you want to go, right? <laughs>
1: right, right. We you can still want to live a decent life.
0: You want to live a decent life, but you should just... Def- you should define what that life looks like. Mm -hmm. You know, as a barber, as a beauty professional, as a person, as a business owner, as a husband, as a wife, as a um, brother, as a sister, whatever you are, you should look into the life you want to live. Like, are you somebody that wants to take vacations a lot? Are you somebody that likes to travel? Are you somebody that doesn't want to work four days a week, five days a week? They would prefer to work two, three days a week all of that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, that sounds good, but how much is your life going to cost you? How much is it going to cost you to live where you want to live? How much is it going to cost you to drive the car that you want to drive? How much is it going to cost you to eat the kind of food you want to (laughs) eat? You know, all of these different things. If you think about it, you start to calculate what's the life that I really want to live because once you identify what the life is that you want to live, then you can try and attack it with your active income as well as your passive income and you go for that. You shoot for it because now it's like, okay, it's a game at that point. It's like, okay, this is what the the goal I got. All right. These are probably some of the obstacles that's gonna get in my way and you're achieving this goal. Well, this is how I can create solutions to overcome these obstacles and I can become successful, time and time and time again in my life. So yeah. Mic drop. Mic drop. well this was a good episode We don't want to hold you too long um, We are going to be back next week With guests We wanted to take a couple weeks off And just kind of have some heart to heart Like we didn't want y'all to forget about who me and Delmar are That's You know? right We are still some elevated barbers Trying to help elevate the industry as well uh, But this is season 2 And we are trying to be true to what we said And bring you quality Quality guests as well So in 2024 Four, as it comes to a close as 2023 comes to a close and we move further into 2024 we are going to have more guests more visitors, um, some dynamic people that you are going to be like oh, like they've they been really talking to people, like yeah, we're building connections out here and we're trying to get, get you the best that we can Um, And it's going to be some barbers, but it's also going to be some beauty professionals. We're going to start talking to some beauty professionals that's in this industry that's killing it and can help you all kill it as well. So uh, I don't know. You want to close it out, D?
1: This is The Prince.
0: Oh, what's wrong with his voice?
1: (laughs) I'm over here choking, man. You got me choked up. I'm over here sounding like Doc Rivers. (laughs) This is The Prince with Elevated Barbers Podcast with my co-host brad the business-minded barber we out
0: we out one two